Lacrosse Talk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. Our guest, Senator Ron Johnson uh, uh, from Washington, D.C. and from Wisconsin. Thank you very much, Senator, for talking with us this morning. How goes your battle these days? Well, good morning, Mike. I, I'm doing well. I hope you are as well. Uh, well, I'm trying. I, and I'm more than anything, I'm trying to figure out what government uh, is trying to do for us rather than to us. It seems to me, and you mentioned it in our conversation off the air, that uh, politicians aren't running this country. At the moment, it's big pharma who makes big contributions to big politicians who then agree with them in whatever it is they're saying. Is is this is COVID only going to be dealt with by big pharma in their way, period? No other conversation, no research, no nothing. I don't understand that. Well, I think what we've seen during COVID is just not only have we witnessed the corruption of science, uh, corruption of uh, really the medical establishment, our, our health care agency. I've always been a big supporter of uh, pharmaceutical companies that are producing life-saving new drugs, but certainly what I've witnessed is you know, the, the corruption of all this grant money, uh, the fact that apparently through the CDC, uh, FDA, only drugs that have random controlled trials are going to be accepted. And, of course, that tilts the, the scale so in favor of the big pharmaceutical companies because they're the only ones that can afford to pay for the random controlled trials on a new drug. So generic drugs don't even need to apply. And I think that's really what was eye-opening for me is, you know, is I advocated for early treatment using cheap, generic, repurposed drugs, you know, very safe drugs. I mean, they've got a safety profile in history that is really almost unmatched. You know, things like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, but it's not only those. I mean, there's literally a cornucopia of drugs. They're not even being considered because there's no profit for them or very little profit to the big uh, pharmaceutical companies, so they're just ignored, and we're always going to be on a quest for a new drug, even if an old drug is as effective or maybe even more effective. So now we finally, you know, 18, 19 months in this pandemic, we're discussing a early treatment drug, molnupiravir. Uh, the government is, is paying for it. It's about $700 of treatment versus these other drugs that, you know, there are plenty of doctors using these, they believe effectively, the patients believe effectively, that literally cost pennies a pill. Uh, so, uh, yeah, again, I, I don't have all the answers here, but I, I certainly am suspicious of what's going on here, and I, I personally believe that tens if not hundreds of thousands of Americans died needlessly because our health care agencies uh, and big pharma completely ignored what was sitting on the shelf and we really didn't treat uh, COVID until you were so sick you're in the hospital and then we then we injected a three thousand dollar uh, drug called remdesivir in people's arms that uh, didn't really seem to do that much good. What bothers a lot of people uh, Senator is uh, it, it seems that that with the the questionable results from all of these uh, trials and uh, now lesser trials on other medication, uh, and and uh, then I read a story and I have no idea the depth. I couldn't go deep dive on some of the things that I have seen or some of the things that I have read with regard to uh, uh, officials in D.C. You and uh, well, not you personally, but. Uh, uh, senators and Congress people and families and staff being treated uh, when they catch COVID with something other than the vaccine. Uh, 
whatever it happens to be, and not having hospitalization issues, having a better outcome of a COVID relief. What do you know about any of the people that you work with that get COVID that are, in fact, getting uh, hydrochloroquine or ivermectin or any of those other treatments? Well, it's just what you've heard. Um, you know, I, I don't have firsthand knowledge. I, I certainly hope people did get treated. I, I, that's always been my recommendation since uh, really March uh, April of 2020, uh, if you get COVID, find a doctor who at least will consider looking at some of these repurposed drugs, you know, do something. Uh, you know, for example, ivermectin. Over Since 1996 on the Bayer system, there's, I think, 379 deaths associated with ivermectin uh, over that time span. With the COVID vaccine, we're up to 16,000 deaths reported on the Bayer system, uh, since December of 2020. Now, what would you consider the more likely drug that's uh, safe? Um, But yet, the drug companies, the agencies have attacked drugs like ivermectin. Hydroxychloroquine, I think, has 1,600 deaths since 1996. Again, the Bayer system does not prove causation. It's just an early warning system. But 379 or 1,600 deaths versus 16,000 for the COVID vaccines, and FDA is trying to warn people. They are warning people. You know, boy, don't try ivermectin. Why not? You know, why not give it a shot? That's that's what I've always said. And again, I, I'm I'm connected to doctors who are treating patients. They believe very effectively. And and I'll I'll just be you know upfront. My sister and her husband, 70 year old uh, individuals, one with the diabetes, one with the rheumatoid arthritis. They were treated successfully with uh, that multi drug. Uh, combination because I know doctors who are willing to uh, prescribe these things to them and it it, it worked they believe it worked um, so wh- again why not give it a try these are safe drugs but they've been ignored in favor of you know billions of dollars spent on vaccines which by the way are not foolproof uh, you know I just recently had an email from uh, somebody in Wisconsin both parents were vaccinated the sister was vaccinated. They all got COVID. The father tragically died. So the vaccines, unfortunately, we, we all hoped and prayed they would end this pandemic. Uh, they're not 100% safe. They're not 100% effective. So why aren't we trying other things? Um, it, I, I don't have an answer for that. Boy, the million-dollar question. All right, we're out of time, but I just have to ask, what's the dust-up over your taxes? Are you a tax cheat? Absolutely not. I think the... Uh, the, the reports they pulled showed I paid well over half a million dollars in taxes over that nine year. They cherry pick one year where either I had prepaid taxes the previous year or I had some reported losses or whatever. I mean, this is really making a mountain out of a molehill, completely distortive. It's just another one of the big lies that the media is, is more than happy to uh, engage in because they want this U.S. Senate seat for Democrats. Yeah, that's the sad part. Uh, continue to fight the good fight. Senator Ron Johnson, thank you for talking with us this morning. And I'll do—I'll give you a microphone anytime you call or your people call. We'll work something out and, uh, and give you some space because I do believe you have our best interests at heart.